0: Kick back and relax with Mark and Carol, as they describe Beverly Hills 90210. So as you can see, this is a brand new thing. But also sort of an old thing, Carol and I have decided to spin off the 90210 series and do its own series itself, which will come out every Monday, as you can see. We don't have openings for this, because these were originally part of the original episodes that we did of Massive Late Fee. So, this is a brand new opening, welcoming you to the show. Enjoy this episode of... 90210. So, 90210 this week. Carol, tell us what we (laughs) watch.
1: It was a pretty heavy episode. Um, It was. Yeah. So, Brandon apparently has an ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Cheryl. And they were together for a year before he moved to Beverly Hills. Yep.
0: Cheryl from Minnesota.
1: And she calls and just randomly says, hey, I'm coming to visit. So, his parents don't ask any questions, just say, sure, she can sleep in Brenda's room. That seems like an odd reaction, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I I was confused by the entire thing.
1: I mean, I'm sure that if, like, you wanted to spend the night at my house, my mother would have some things to say. Vice versa. Yeah, if
0: she ever knew about it, she would definitely have some things to say. <laughs>
1: So, it, the uh, name of the episode, spoiler alert, is First Time. Right. So, we know what's going to happen here. And um, so, Brendan's mom is a freak, by the way.
0: Yeah, she is.
1: Because this girl...
0: His name's still Brandon, but she is a freak.
1: <laughs> Her name is Carol, the mom. Mm-hmm. Like me. So, the girl and, and Brandon are in bed together. And somehow, mom wakes up. Like, they weren't even that loud. They're not even having sex. But, you know, mom senses, whatever, spidey senses are tingling. Right, She wakes up. She she,
0: can hear an erection.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she wakes up the dad and she's like, you know, do something about this. (laughs) Like, no. I mean, you don't just walk in when your kid's losing their virginity. I mean, that's... No, that'd be weird. So... She like couldn't sleep, and she's all back and forth and freaking out about what's happening. and And the question as to whether or not they had sex gets answered in the morning because Brandon is in such a good mood.
0: Yeah, he makes fresh juice fresh and strains
1: strains the pulp. Yeah, and he's singing, and yeah, it's it was pretty funny. Um, Cheryl is a train wreck.
0: Yeah, she is.
1: Um, she's all that's like, par
0: for the course with him, though, isn't it?
1: It is he just he just attracts freaks. And you know, it's funny cuz there are so many girls that think he's so hot. Are are they all freaks? Apparently. So listen, girls, if you think that uh Jason Priestley's hot, you better get your head checked. Right. Okay. Um this Cheryl person is all obsessed with wanting to see um Hollywood stars? Yeah. And he takes her to the hotel that Dylan lives in, which still I can't quite wrap my head around that. But um, what,
0: what can't you wrap your head around?
1: That Dylan lives in a hotel. It's so weird.
0: Yeah, his parents. I don't, I don't. Do. Now, do other people live there? This is what I don't get about this. Are they just renting this room in the hotel by the week or the month or, or whatever? Which obviously would be enormously expensive, but they have a ton of money, so I'm sure they could do it. Or are they able to like purchase or like lease a room or set of rooms um, in the hotel? Like some high class hotels might do that. I know that Howard Hughes, towards the end of his life, because, you know, he was like a reclusive shut in with OCD and, and all this other stuff, lived in a Vegas hotel And obviously he was filthy rich. I don't know what his situation with that was either. But, I mean, I've heard of other rich people doing that. So, I don't know if if you have enough money, if you can make special arrangements with hotels or something. I'm guessing that's what they did.
1: I kind of think that I remember his parents, like, own the hotel.
0: Oh Well, then, yeah. If they own own the hotel, you can just stay there, whatever, then.
1: Like, it's one of their many properties. I could be wrong on that, but I think that's what he said. It's still weird, though, to leave your teenage son alone living in a hotel.
0: Yeah, what are they doing? Right? Where are they? (laughs) Like, they're in Europe or something, and they're not together anymore, right? That's the impression that I got.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So they're separately doing whatever business they're doing. away. Basically, what 90210 tells us is that any parent that is rich works all the time and is never home and never sees their family.
1: Yeah, it seems like a pretty sad situation. So they go there for breakfast and, and run into him and she's asking it's kind of cute at first. Like she's asking the waitress, Oh, do you know any movie stars? Are there any here? And mm-hmm. you know, so um
0: She wants to see Tom Cruise.
1: <laughs> so um Dylan is like, there's a club I can get you into where we might see some which, you know, cool, great night out. Except then when they go to go to the club, she wants to ride in Dylan's fancy-ass car. Right. I'd have a problem with that. Wouldn't you? I mean, if we were yeah, going out with I, your I friends like and I want to ride in their car instead of yours.
0: I know you have a crush on Luke Perry anyway. So, yeah, I mean, I'd have a problem <laughs> with it. But, yeah, it's it's weird because she wants to be with him instead of being with Brandon. They just slept together uh what's her name Brenda's going as well because she's got a babysitting gig, so he's dropping her off there, and she's going with Luke Perry to the club ahead of time.
1: yeah, so whole situation's weird, and by the time that Brandon finally gets into the club, which I guess he had some kind of problem with, um yeah, it was
0: weird because he walked up he didn't even say. You know, I should be on the list. My friend should have put me on the list. He just tries to go over the rope and go into the club, and the bouncer goes to stop him, and then there's a rush from the people waiting in line to try to get in there. So the bouncer refocuses attention on the line, and and Brandon just busts in.
1: Yeah. And Dylan says that he did put his name on the list, so, you know, he's mad at him for no reason whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But he gets in there, and and this is suspicious to me. He's dancing with Cheryl. And not normal people dancing. Like, they are holding on to each other for support. So either they are dying or drunk or hitting on each other. I'm sorry. That was way too weird and close.
0: Yeah, Dylan is dancing with with Cheryl. Yeah. And Brandon sees them.
1: So he ends up punching Dylan in the face.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Way overreaction. And then um, Cheryl gets mad at him. And it turns out that that was not her first time having mm-hmm. sex. Mm-hmm. She reveals that to him. His first time. And he tells her to just get on the next bus to Minnesota and she leaves. Right. And, of course, where does she end up? Back at the hotel, Dylan. Right. But he's a good guy and he wasn't actually doing anything with her.
0: And he said he has no interest in her. But she's got a lot of problems and you need to talk to her. and. It's like, that's like the third time he's told, he's told her, or told him you should talk to her.
1: Yeah. So they end up talking. I'm still not 100% clear what the problems are. Um, Something about her stepdad.
0: She hates her stepdad, and her mom loves the stepdad and defends him, and she couldn't take it anymore, and her dad never talks to her, so she ran away from home.
1: Right. So her parents are going to fly her back to Minnesota, and... That's that's pretty much it.
0: That's the end of that that thing, yeah.
1: I mean, oh, Brenda had a has yeah. a crush on her um her what kind algebra of teacher. teacher. Yeah. And that's who she's babysitting for, which that whole situation's kind of weird too. She gets
0: all dolled up because she wants to look good for her professor. She's like <laughs> and Kelly comes over and she's like, "Oh, you're going to meet uh you know, his wife and, and kids and everything. And they, they like, they it, it, they act like it's a really big deal. Like, yeah, okay, you're going to meet the wife, the the person you want to steal him away from. <laughs> it's just so weird.
1: Well, I don't think that she has any active, like, intentions to try to steal him away. She just, you know, she wants to look good.
0: I guess. But they go over there and, well, she goes over there and then the kids are a mess the uh, the mom seems very demanding and mean uh, and kind of, you know, dismissive of the husband. And then Kelly and Tori Spelling come over. Donna. Donna. Yeah, she says her name. That's her one line in the episode. They knock on the door and Do- Brenda says, who is it? And Kelly says, it's Kelly. And then Donna says, and Donna. And that's her <laughs> only line in the entire episode.
1: Uh, she gets there, though.
0: I guess. But, so, yeah, they come in, they look through an old, uh, photo album of his, and then she, the mom comes, so they come home, and the mom's all pissed off that they're looking at the photo album, and that the two other girls are there.
1: Yeah, I'd be pissed, too.
0: Right, so, he he says, how much do I owe you? And she says, whatever you think's fair. We don't ever find out what that is. But, uh, then she goes home, and... Kelly's like, oh, you know, it was so great to be in this house or whatever. And she says, you know, you ever, like, think someone's really cute, like, Christian Slater? They really throw a Christian Slater under the bus here. <laughs> and she's like, and then you see him in a magazine later, and you're like, oh, what was I thinking? She's like, that, that's what I just experienced. So I guess she, she got a glimpse of what it would be like to be married to him with the two absolute nightmare children <laughs> that he has. And said, no, it's not for me.
1: I guess. I mean... I, that didn't make sense to me at all, honestly.
0: Why? You still thought he was cute?
1: No, I never thought he was cute. He wasn't cute. But, I mean, if it was her with him, he wouldn't have the Nightmare Children.
0: Yeah, but also, like, I don't know. Maybe she just... Maybe she saw that he didn't stand up for himself and wasn't very cool.
1: Maybe. <laughs> no. That think, makes sense.
0: I think he had the that kind of cool persona at school, but at home he just gets shit all over. So she was like, oh, he's just kind of a... Spineless wimp.
1: Yeah. Okay. That that part makes sense.
0: <clears throat> so yeah, that's that's the episode this week. Uh, I think David had a uh, had a line too, <clears throat> basically just talking about. Um, oh, you know, Steve wasn't in this episode at all. Oh
1: yeah, you're right.
0: He was mentioned.
1: <laughs> Didn't have to pay Ian's earring this week.
0: Yeah, that whole ten bucks he probably makes for the show. <laughs> God, he's such a. He is such a villain in the show. Yeah. Like if the show ends with him being a serial killer, I wouldn't uh it wouldn't surprise me.
1: Oh, I can picture that.